Jesus morning for me as I'm recording this. And as usual, I have my coffee and my water nearby. I'm going to talk about something that I saw in the natal chart. So when I opened up my eyes, I was looking at the wall. And there's a window on this particular wall. And I saw a shadow on the wall. It was a head, long arms, long skinny arms, abnormally long skinny arms, a long torso, and abnormally long legs. I'm saying to myself, I just opened my eyes. Maybe I'm not seeing that. I closed my eyes again. I opened it back up. That shadow was still there. I'm saying to myself, how the hell can a shadow be on a wall? And it's still dark, even though it's the morning. A shadow shouldn't be on the wall. I rolled over. And I looked back, and that shadow was gone. I'm still trying to figure out how the hell can a shadow be on a wall? And it's still dark. But then I noticed how I wasn't scared. And it's a testament because God has been preparing my mind and my heart for what it is I'm about to see. And I, for myself, just need a little bit of confirmation. Like I need to see something with my own eyes. I don't need a personal experience. <laughs> I just need that confirmation and see it with my own eyes. So I just got up and went on about my morning, did my thing, got my water and my coffee together. And I said, let me podcast. Let me do a podcast. So yesterday there was a meeting happening in America with a Senate meeting discussing money for the Middle East. And they were discussing the soldiers that were bombed in the Middle East and they were discussing what could they do to resolve it. And then it was a part where the man said, uh, somebody, I don't remember if he said it was Hamas or if he said it was someone from Israel, but somebody bombarded their way into a family's house, 
They were sitting down having breakfast, husband, wife, and two children. And this person killed all four. But it was in a barbaric way. They had the family watch their father and the husband, that you know, the wife, the children and the wife had to watch the man of the household get his eyes gouged out. Then they killed him. They was cutting off fingers and feet and breast, letting each other watch, you know, their loved one being brutalized before their demise. But they ultimately killed all four people. And I thought this is just, that's so barbaric. But this is the very thing that America has done when they've gone into other countries, right? They dropped depleted titanium bombs. And if you Google, I think it was in Iraq, um, the result of the people particularly the women and children who made it through being bombed with depleted, you know, titanium, I think it is. And you'll see the horrifying pictures. They, America, didn't follow the rules of war. They just dropped bombs, kidnapped, raped, murdered, stole, Whatever it was that they wanted to do, they did. And I'm sitting here watching them say, these people over here in the Middle East are not following the rules of war and what they're doing is inhumane, it's barbaric. You know, the people don't have oil and water and food and medication and they're not letting in you know, humanitarian aid and, you know, we gave, you know, these people money and they put the money in an offshore account in China and that money was only supposed to be used for X, Y, Z and it wasn't, you know, and they wasn't reporting it to you know, our IRS and blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying to myself, if you gave them money, what makes you think that they want you to control and keep track of what it is that they're... Like, they're not your citizens. They're not your citizens for you to monitor, gaslight and control oppress and suppress they're not your citizens they requested billions of more dollars of taxpayers money for Ukraine Ukraine has been making out like a bandit He was just in Canada getting hundreds of millions of dollars from the Prime Minister Trudeau. 
And Trudeau, every time I look at him, I get like the heebie-jeebies, bad vibes from him. Just a bad vibe. Just an evil, bad vibe. Like use a sneaky something, bad vibe. And I'm so glad God is going to remove him. But Zelensky was just in Canada getting hundreds of millions of dollars from Trudeau. And Trudeau took them taxpayers' money and put that money in duffel bags, honey, and gave it to Zelensky. Zelensky walked out, got into one of them barricaded SUVs, them bulletproof SUVs, with all of that security. With them duffels a bag. And Trudeau was smiling. He just make me feel like. I just feel like. Like you. You you be somewhere in a dungeon. Like doing all types of. Bohemoth. Bow. Satanic. Illuminati. Demonic rituals. Like he give me like the heebie jeebies. Like. I like. I, Like, he just can't. You would be a fool to trust him. Just real bad vibes he gives me. Like, you are a whole demon, sir. So, anyhow, America wants to give a couple of billion dollars to Zelensky. Saying that Russia would have been won the war over Ukraine if America wasn't funding Ukraine. And they can't let Russia win because he'll go into other countries conquering it. And I'm saying to myself, is that the reason why that war has been going on for a couple of years now? Because America has been, taxpayers' money from America has been funding a war. We don't even want a war. Nobody wants a war. We think that if these prime ministers and presidents and politicians and everybody else they want to fight we think that they themselves should get into a ring and duke it out they should do it themselves that's what we think we don't want a war then they talked about giving billions of dollars to Israel and a hundred, a couple of hundred millions of dollars to Palestine. Ain't that like playing both sides of the fence? Don't the Bible call that lukewarm?
What's in it for America? Who got oil? Who got oil? Who got precious metals? Who got gold? Because I'm here in America. Now wants to back their money by gold. But they got to go into another country to get it. <laughs> so what resources do Palestine have that America needs? And what political system are you going to try to overthrow? And put you in a puppet in the Middle East? What, what's going on? Demons are never noble. They never do anything morally right. What's your best, what are your interests in Palestine? And then I was thinking, y'all know that those Israelis that are in the Middle East are not the real Israelites. Y'all know that y'all brought them from Germany and the EU and created a false state in the Middle East and put them on that land. Y'all know that the Rothschilds purchased Jerusalem a long time ago. Y'all know all of these things. It was even talking about moving Israel, I believe it's to Arizona. And James Rothschild was the one that was talking about it. So, y'all create this war. The Economist magazine in 2012 created a magazine cover, right? And we all know that conspiracy theorists say the Illuminati have to say what they're doing before they do it um, for some universal law reason. Uh, and so they put it in movies and shows and in magazines and commercials and so forth and so on, even in The Sound of Music, to inadvertently get in masses of people to come into agreement with it, right? So unbeknownst to the world who don't want to be involved in anything like that, they're coming into agreement with things and entities and energies that they didn't even know existed, right? So you know that these are not the real Israelites, and you doctored up this fight between Palestine and Israel for the land knowing that the Rothschilds purchased Jerusalem a long time ago. So the Economist magazine on the cover, 2012, they give the seven deadly sins, right? It's an illustration. Gluttony and greed and pride and lust, all of the seven deadly sins. And what's interesting about this magazine cover is that, and I believe it's the Christmas cover, 
is that they have a lot of the leaders on there, right? They had Obama with pride. They had Hillary Clinton with sloth. They had um, um, Putin up there. They had the banking system and the financial collapse of the banking system under greed, right? They had um, China and India putting coal into some sort of furnace, right? And what's interesting about that is we on this podcast know that there were some leaders who had already left the West and relocated to China and India. Whether it's the Illuminati, the 13 families, whatever, they already took their money and went to India and China. Now, astrologically speaking, we also know that the wealth is going to shift from the West to the East, right? And what's the East? India, China, that whole area right there. Even Iran is going to have a come up. They're going to be robust. China is going to lead when it comes to industrial work, making things, right? Like they've always done. Everything we purchase, it always say made in China. Clothes is made in China. The people in Africa, a lot of their clothes is made in China, right? China makes the iPhones, right? So they're going to lead in their industrial production, and they're also going to lead in their fashion, and they're also going to lead as far as marriages go. Yep. So the wealth we know will shift, and then we got the confirmation, right? It's going to shift from the west to the east. If you know those are not the real Israelites, you know they're not part of the 12 tribes. Those Ashkenazi Jews are not part of the 12 tribes. They come from the lineage of Japheth, meaning white. White is not the 12 tribes of Israel at all. Even if you look at the scripture where it says, uh, Jacob I loved and Esau I hated, when the woman was pregnant with the two, one of them, Jacob, was black, and the other one, Esau, was white. To this day, Jacob and Esau is fighting, but it's more so Esau pursuing Jacob than Jacob pursuing Esau. In Revelation, whether you go to Revelation 2, chapter 2, verse 9, or chapter 3, verse 9, it's going to say, I know those who say that they are Jews, but they are not. They are liars. They are of the synagogue of Satan. And I will make them bow down at your feet and know that I have loved you. Referring to the house of Israel, 
The Ashkenazi Jews are not that. So you know that. You know that. And you put the black people from off of that land. And you installed the Ashkenazi Jews. You gaslighted and lied to the entire world for, you know, hundreds of years. And now you started this fight. And I think that you started it because you are the one that gives them the money for the batteries for the Iron Dome. Then all of a sudden, on the day of the attack, the Iron Dome don't work. It's an inside job. The same way they do for their own country. So what was your point? What is your end goal here, America? Why do you want to clear that land off? Why does the Rothschilds and BlackRock want to clear that land off? What do you want? Are you making room to try to say... Jesus, the Messiah, has returned and fooled a lot of people. Because I already know you're trying to force God's hand, trying to make something be. And you can't force God. You can't tire God out. You can't deceive God or trick God. Killing the brown people, knowing that God going to stand up. And you're going around using a media that you own to say the Caucasian is right and the Browns is wrong. But the world is not buying it. They're saying free Palestine. You wanted your people, you wanted to use your media to persuade people into siding with Israel and going against Palestine. But the people said, we know you to be liars, and we know that y'all are thieves, and y'all are wicked people, and we know not to listen to your fake media. Then the people say free Palestine. So what's your end game, America? I'll put up some hologram. You already came out with this fake seven-year peace treaty. It's fake. The Antichrist has to sign that peace treaty, biblically speaking. It's fake. That war, even though there's real things happening there, it's like a fake, it's not even, I'm not going to say fake, it's a false flag. You trying to make Biblical prophecy come to pass where you're trying to reenact biblical prophecy and it's all fake. You can't fool God.
So what are you going to do? Them people can't, that Gaza Strip is over for the Gaza Strip. It's over. It, that is gone. That's just it. It's gone. It's the main road between the two places, that Gaza Strip. It's over. If y'all see what that looked like, is they blew the Gaza Strip to oblivion. Launching missiles at night, which is something that I noticed that they do, which is launch their missiles at night. They do it more at night than they do during the day. And that's to terrorize people. They want to instill fear. They learned that from America. How to instill fear one-on-one. Terrorize people at night and in the, early in the morning. When I used to watch that show, Cops, and they would raid people's homes... You know they would do it between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m. Knowing people asleep. Scaring people, catching them in their house, unsuspected, they unarmed, of course, because they're asleep. They're not clean out. I'm quite sure somebody did a study that said a person gets their deepest sleep early in the morning, a couple of hours before they wake up. And that's why they chose (laughs) to raid people's homes between 3 and 5 a.m. So they're out there in the Middle East doing the same thing, launching missiles at night and in the wee hours of the morning. So you're clearing out that land. You're going to make your way into Jerusalem. It's going to spread because y'all want Jerusalem. I want, want to clear it out. And you're going to rebuild it. You're going to rebuild that temple that the Bible talks about. And you're going to come with some type of hologram in the sky. Talk about, I'm Jesus, the Messiah. I have returned. You are bumba clot I hope God make it glitch. The same way God, excuse me, interferes with CERN, I hope he make that hologram glitch the fuck out. I hope he do. I hope he make it do all type of things. Because you will lie. They try to force things before time. And reenact things before time. And you can't you can't do that with God. And everything that they thought was gonna go the way that they planned it has not been going that way. And that's one thing that I keep like a theme that I keep reading when I go and sit down and study the scripture. It don't go the way that they plan. In the Bible, when it talks about the seven-year peace treaty being signed by the Antichrist, that things are not going to go his way, and he's going to abandon 
the seven-year peace treaty before the seven years is up. The key is that the Antichrist, so the Antichrist hadn't risen yet. The Antichrist is going to be the person who takes office for the third time. Remember I said that. When conspiracy theorists say that the country sold out its citizens a long time ago, what they mean by that is that the leaders of the country are not loyal to the citizens. They're not loyal to, um, they're not patriotic, right? They're loyal to the end time beast system. They're loyal to the NWO. That's what they're loyal to. They're loyal to their father, the devil. They hear people saying, we don't want our taxes funding the war. And they're going forward with using people's tax money to fund the war. People was interrupting that live Senate meeting when they was discussing money being sent out overseas. Billions of dollars in humanitarian aid. Billions in cash. (laughs) Weapons being shipped out to Israel to blow Palestine to smithereens. And they said, we got to find a way to get the innocent people out, you know. And and so you want to move people around. You want to push people off the land. And after you get done bullying the people of Palestine and pushing them out, you're going to turn on the Ashkenazi Jews because you're not loyal to anybody. You're loyal to the beast system. You're loyal to this one world. You're loyal to the devil. You know they're not the real ones. And you know the real ones, they, I don't think that they expected for so many people that are the original descendants of the 12 tribes to be awakened. I don't think that they anticipated God letting people know and putting people in place to talk to other people who didn't know or don't believe. I don't think they anticipated that. And so when we become uh, um, enlightened and um, more spiritually inclined, um, when we ascend, it causes a shift to happen. This is something I notice. A shift happens. The tables turn. So it's very important for people to do their work to become more enlightened. 
And it's nothing that you can really do in particular. Um, the best thing that I can say, because it's not going to matter what you eat or drink. I'm just going to say watch less TV. And in your bedroom, pull your electronics from out of your bedroom. That's the best that I can tell you. Because you can't do anything before God's timing, which is what we're learning with the West, right? You can't do anything before God's timing. So everybody has their moments of ascension when it's time for them to have it, when God approves of it. So that's why I say there's nothing you can eat or drink or stop eating or stop drinking to to bring on your ascension and your enlightening. Um, you just have to wait on God's timing. So, I mean, you could be a complete homebody and still have your ascension. You don't have to, you know, go into some mountain or something like that. It's going to happen when God says so. So, this is what I'm thinking there. They're going to come out with somebody, you know, trying to reenact prophecy. And something's coming up. They, they talked about on the news some mass shooters that's in Maine and how they couldn't find them. They shut down the whole state. And it was on a mass manhunt for this guy. And when they found him, he was dead. And the conspiracy theorist, of course, was on the job. (laughs) Right? And discovered that he was part of the CIA. Or the CIA was paying him something along those lines. Um, And that it was an actor that the military had paid. And I thought about that, and I said, you know what, typically when these things happen, the family ends up on the news. Where was this guy's family? The last I heard anything about this guy in Maine was that they found him dead. And then that was it. The story ended. Then we had an actor who they said he was on the show Friends when they found him face down in his jacuzzi. And my first thought was, I know he could stand up and not drown. Who offed him? Then all of a sudden, there's all these videos about him being on drugs and showing his, you know, erratic behavior. And there's trying to portray the image that it was drugs that caused his demise. But again, citizens are like, we're not buying it because we know how y'all are. Y'all off y'all own citizens. Y'all off these actors once y'all are done with them. Y'all off these celebrities and musicians and artists once y'all are done with them. We're not buying it. That's what the internet streets are saying. 
And no matter what kind of storyline they come up with in the media, the younger Gen Xers on down are not falling for it at all whatsoever. The older Gen Xers, the baby boomers, and the silent generations, they're eating it up like groceries, like a plate of good food. All of these things are happening, and the internet streets are like free Palestine. When we talked about the September 1st strike, and nothing happened with that. (laughs) Nothing happened with it. I said the best thing to do is for y'all to stop paying our taxes. You can change your status, go to your HR department. Everybody was saying it was fraud. You can't do that fraud, you go to jail. But yet, big businesses pay zero dollars and zero cents in taxes. And they don't go to jail. When I took the income tax course with H&R Block, I learned a whole lot of things that I didn't know exist. And if you can learn anything about taxes, you want to study everything under the law that's, that's, that would make something exempt. Study exemption law for your state. Go directly to the IRS website. So now everybody is saying, we don't want to fund the war. We're not going to pay our taxes. And there's all of these videos going around with people telling other people how to do it. And there's people coming out saying, I stopped paying a year ago, two years ago, years ago. And I'm telling you, from what I learned when I took the course, legally, you are not obligated to pay taxes throughout the year. You're not obligated to pay it. You can pay at the end of the fiscal year. And you can make a payment arrangement. That will ensure that you won't get locked up. And what you'll pay, you'll notice, you'll pay one-fourth of what they take out of your check all year long.
they've been going around telling people, especially those that don't have any children or no children, uh, no, no, no children are found, you know, get the child credit and all of that. Saying, oh, you owe taxes, you owe 30000 in taxes, you owe 40000 in taxes. You're keeping them bound into your system and not letting them go. You're keeping them bound and tied down into the country with taxes, with a mortgage, and with a job. And student loans. I notice that people don't get wealthy in this country when they're doing things fairly. Because there's some invisible laws that the average person don't know about. They say one thing, but they do something else. What they have on paper is one thing, but what they actually do is something else. Some unspoken rules and laws. If you do things fairly, you will never get ahead in this backwards, upside-down system. In order for you to actually have some money, you got to be wicked. You got to be wicked. You got to outsmart them. The same way Trump did. Trump was like, don't get mad at me. He was talking to Hillary. He said, don't get mad at me that I'm using these rules. Y'all was the one that made the laws. Not me. If you own property and you got a backyard and somebody pass away, bury them in your backyard. Your 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 at least for now, your property can't be seized by the government because it's on a you got a graveyard there. And I will look into it to see if the same thing applies to pets. You see everything that Trump going through, he got one property where he buried his ex-wife and nobody's talking about that damn property because they can't seize it. It's technically a cemetery. At least for now they can't. So, America is officially bankrupt because they're going to go ahead and use taxpayers' money to fund war. We're going to have a shit show of 2024 election because people are now saying they're not going to vote in 2024, mostly the Muslims are saying they're not going to vote in 2024. I'm saying, I'm thinking about whether I'm going to vote or not. I am going to vote for 
you know, the governor and the mayor in my in my state. I'm voting against who's there. I don't care who it is, but I'm voting against who's there. But as far as presidency go, moving forward, I don't know if I'm a, I'm a bother. Because it doesn't matter if you got a Democrat president or a Republican president. They're both loyal to the beast system, the NWO, the devil. Trump kept that at bay. And Trump was telling, as boisterous as he is, he has never told a lie. As racist as he is, and as much as he promotes racism, he had never told a lie. Whether they planned it or not, he had never told a lie. So, even though he kept it at bay, it was still going to happen. And if people get to a place where they're pushing Trump, and they're really pushing him because they're going after his money and his entire family, and he's still moving forward with the 2024 presidential election. He'll win by a landslide. Nobody can compete with Trump. Then they got this new guy who's the Speaker of the House. He's young looking. He's an attractive man. I don't think he'll be looking young in about another year or two. (laughs) I don't know where the hell he came from. But my little spidey senses is going, something ain't right. Something ain't right. He's saying all the right things like a smooth talking person. But me personally, I can see past all of that crap mess. Something is not right. They always say one thing and then do something completely different. They make promises and then they don't keep them. This year for 20, not this year, next year, 2024 election, nobody's going to be buying any of that. People are going to say, we know and we are tired of y'all making these promises and then don't do anything. Y'all make these promises to get votes and then when y'all get in, y'all don't fulfill y'all end. We tired of it. The internet streets are going to be very loud. I'm still on Kathy Hochul's behind and Letitia James behind. I let Letitia know, you win today, you lose tomorrow. And with Kathy, I said to her, okay, buddy, you're going to let people know that you appealed the judge's decision. Um, 
when he said that putting people in a concentration camp was illegal and unconstitutional? Are you going to talk about why you appealed it? When he said no, it's illegal and unconstitutional. Why would you appeal it? Why, why, why would you appeal it? You want to talk about that? You're talking about everything else except for that. So it comes across like you're doing this up under the table and you sneaking and doing it. Sneaking around like a little slithering little snake. She, her eyes give me the heebie-jeebies. Like, are you a lizard person? <laughs> you a reptilian? Take your mask off. <laughs> Take your mask off, Kathy. <laughs> A reptilian. <laughs> you come from the underground lady? <laughs> Did they doctor you up in a lab and put you in some lady's ovaries and then birth you into <laughs> Do your eyes turn into snake eyes during the Halloween? <laughs> you get reptilian eyes from time to time. <laughs> Tell us the truth, Kathy. <laughs> Tell us the truth, Kathy. You are reptilian. <laughs> She got some creepy eyes, though. She really do. That's creepy. Like, I'm quite sure when she was younger, she would really freak some people out. And I'll be looking at her going, Hee-haw, Damien, 666, Devil, Damien. Just creepy. Damn right creepy. But I'm on her back. Kathy and Leticia. Leticia, the way she going for her, honey, I'm going to be right there. Saying, I told you, win today and lose tomorrow. You're going towards the beast system, selling people out. You can't, this is not a time to be going against the Israelites. It's not a good time to go against the Israelites. Another thing, before I completely get off of the subject of taxes, when they had the Senate meeting, they said last year people didn't pay their taxes to the tune of, I think it was $684 billion. And they want to fund the IRS to go after that $684 billion. And so I said to myself, is big big businesses included in that? Is corporations is the multimillionaires included in that? Because that we we're tired of them not paying their fair share of taxes. Are you gonna leave them out? So you know what this says: the poor people are gonna get poorer. The middle class is being gonna continue to be pushed out. They're gonna have to sell their homes. BlackRock and Vanguard and everybody else is gonna be buying those. Matter of fact. 
Mr. Chinaman is going to come in and buy those houses and let them sit dormant for a little while, a couple of years. Because usually what they do is buy up the neighborhood, right? Buy up all the property in the neighborhood, let it sit dormant for a couple of years to bring the value down. Then they fix it up and overprice everything and sell it. You buy a couple of houses after and let it be vacant for a little while. That'll bring property value down. Let me rephrase it. That'll bring property value down. They get the price for the low, low. People start moving out and abandoning things and dying off and being killed off. And they get the price for the low, low, buy it. And then let still let it sit for a little while. Make it look like an abandoned little town. Fix it up and then sell it at an overpriced amount of money. That's what Mr. Chinaman is doing, buying up property in the West. So you got to ask yourself, why is Mr. Chinaman buying up property in the United States? And why is the United States allowing it to happen? It's because they sold out the citizens to the beast system. They're loyal to the beast system, not, not the citizens. They tell the citizens, be patriotic. Be patriotic. But they're not. Everything might sound a little crazy now, but as things begin to unfold and people get to more people ascend, they'll see it. You'll see these things, all the little pieces to the puzzle, falling together and making a bigger picture. We'll see it. There's nothing that we can do about the NWO because God had already decided. This is what it is. He has to bring in the Messiah and clean this place up just as he did in the days of Noah. nothing you could do about it. You can't stop it. And it's not wise to go against or pray against what God had already decided. I'm seeing in a vision in front of me Ecclesiastes. So if you want a reference for God has already decided, look for it. Look for it in the book of Ecclesiastes. Shit. I'm going to look for it myself. Hold on. Because I know God ain't crazy. Uh, Ecclesiastes. Scripture for God has already decided. Look at that. Ecclesiastes 
Ecclesiastes. It's three of them. Ecclesiastes 4, Ecclesiastes 3, and Ecclesiastes 6. Let's go into Bible Hub. Let's go into Bible Hub. They give you all the versions on BibleHub.com. Ecclesiastes 6 and 10, New Living Translation. Everything has already been decided. It was known long ago where each person would be. So there's no use arguing with God about your destiny. <laughs> American Standard Version. Whatsoever hath been, the name thereof was given long ago. And it is known what man is. Neither can he contend with him that is mightier than he. King James Bible. That which hath been is named already, and it is known that it is man. Neither may he contend with him that is mightier than he. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? It doesn't make sense. That's what I just said. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> Let's go to Ecclesiastes 4. Let's see what this one says. Uh, Proverbs 4 9. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is... Oh, come on. Why would you give me an ad? Just popped up. Come on. It's going to give me an ad. Let's go into the regular Bible. Let's see. Ecclesiastes 4... Verse 9. Let's go. Hold on, y'all. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes 4. Verse 9. Through 12. And this is the NASB 1995 version. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. That doesn't... Why you give me that one? Two are better than one. All right, well, Ecclesiastes, you got them. So, tax season, next year is gonna be interesting. 
there's going to be more financial cuts to poor people because they always do that. They're going to tax people even more, taking a higher percentage out of those who are, you know, middle class, working class people. People that already have two jobs trying to make ends meet. They're going to be taxed more. The wealthy is still going to pay zero dollars and zero cents. And the 2024 election is going to be a purebred shit show all across the board. Everybody is going to be watching China, Russia, India, Africa, Iran. Everybody is going to be watching Botswana, Madagascar. Everybody's going to be watching France, the EU, everybody, Britain, everybody, Germany, everybody. And they're watching the ship sink slowly. They're watching the ship sink slowly. I'm thinking about this part of my dream, and I don't know why this is coming up now, but there's a part in the dream that I had that I want to share with you, just this part. So in this particular part of the dream, there was a man who was just running around. He was like an evil genius. But there was this one lady who could contain him, and she was a nurse. And so she put something in a needle and then injected it into his neck. And he hit the floor and turned into two. It was two of him. And I said to the lady, looking at him on the floor, looking at two of them on the floor, I said to the lady, why are there two of him? And she said, one is the devil and one is Satan. One is the devil and one is Satan. Now, let me pull something up. Because I started writing down the meanings of names in the Bible. And I have Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I have Lucifer, bearer of light. I have Satan, it means adversary. And I have the devil, which means the deceiver. The deceiver and the adversary. They both do, they're both one person, but they do different things. The deceiver wants to trick you any which way he can. But he knows you because he studied you. He took time and he studied you and he sent his imps and he studied you to know your strength, your weaknesses, your opportunities and your threats. So he knows how to deceive you. You have to get to know yourself so that you don't get got by this evil genius. 
There's one thing that I'm going to use this as an example. Because this always happens to me. A situation will happen. And then a person will come to me and say, well, why did you make that decision? And I would tell them the truth. And they would say that the truth was a lie. And I would say to myself, how can y'all determine that my truth is a lie? You ask me the question. You know I'm not a liar. I give you the truth. And your response in 2.5 seconds flat is the truth is a lie. You expected my response to line up with what you had already decided the answer was. So you clearly sat back and thought about it and came up with the answer, decided that that was the truth. And when I gave you my truth, it wasn't in alignment with what you thought was the truth. And so my truth is the lie. And I say to myself, if people already got the answer... And they believe what they came up with. Why ask me anything? And what I always forget to do is ask them, do you already have the answer? Because if you decided that's what it was, why are you asking me anything? You already decided what my truth was. So why are you asking me anything? See, the way that I be getting, I'm not going to say bamboozled or trapped into it. I don't be thinking nothing of it. But the deceiver who has studied me knows that I hadn't thought anything about it. I don't be thinking nothing of that, no type of conversation or anything like that. I'm not really paying that much attention. I don't stop and ask myself, why is this person asking me this question? I just tell the truth. That's it. But that's what the deceiver does. He studies and then deceives you. The adversary just simply means a person to fight against you. Now, why would the devil fight against you? Why? What is it about you that he knows that you don't know? When it comes to the 12 tribes, that is because... You are part of the 12 tribes, and you are the one that God loves. And your name and and God's name is engrafted in the melanin of your skin. This is partly why whomever mostly kidnapped and trafficked Melanated people for the melanin in their skin. I still hadn't figured out how they extract melanin from the skin, but somehow, some way, they figured out 
how to bring a person to the brink of death and extract the melanin from their skin. I still had to figure out how they do it. This is why they use melanin in the military to create weapons. But you got to ask yourself, where have they been getting melanin from in order to create these weapons? They had to have experimented with them already to know that if you use melanin in a weapon, it can work. You had to have experimented with it. This is why these missing children has never been found. They're dead. Because the DNA of God is within melanin. This is why God knows where you are at all times. He can communicate with you anytime he wants to. He doesn't have a problem with communicating with you. He don't struggle with talking to you. You could be at the bottom of the earth. He going to know that's where you are. The Bible says his name is El Roy, the God who sees all things. He going to know where you are. He going to track you down with your melanin and find you. The devil knows that he will never have another chance to get into heaven. Because he won't repent for his pride. So he's the adversary of the 12 tribes of Israel. But the 12 tribes can overthrow him with the flick of their wrist. The 12 tribes can decide we don't even need to overthrow him. Let's just call God and let God handle it. God created the devil. He know how to take the devil out. So he's fighting against the tribes of Israel, number one, because his name is engrafted into the melanin of your skin. Number two, you bear the testimony of the Messiah through your DNA, your melanin, and your nine ethers. You bear the testimony of the Messiah. The Messiah comes from the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah and Benjamin is all over the earth. The other 10 tribes are already in Africa. The reason why Africa has 
countries and our states like everybody else do is to keep people divided, to keep the 12 tribes divided. The reason why they use commercials and movies and media and actors and actresses to keep black people separated from the African people to keep the two divided with a love-hate relationship with each other is because if all 12 tribes came, came together and called on God, there would be hell to pay. There would be pure hell to pay. And we know that because of the secret, well, we can confirm that because of the secret covenant letter that we read on this podcast when we got to the end of it. And he said, um, Rockefeller said, they must not know this because if they come together and they call on the creator, there's no place that we'll be able to hide in all the earth. So the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin that's throughout all four corners of the earth need to make their way to Africa. Even if you go to the China part. (laughs) Okay? You need to make your way there. And that is what BlackRock and the Loomis and the families don't want people to know. The devil is the one that is, the adversary is the one that is orchestrating the division because he knows God will wring his neck over those that he loves. He knows that God will gladly give up the lives of the Edomites and the Esau's and the Gentiles for the house of Israel. The house of Israel bears the testimony of the Messiah and the petroglyph of their skin. There's codes in your skin. There's codes in your melanin. Hmm. I don't spill the tea, child. I don't spill the tea. I don't spill the tea. I sure did. I don't spill the tea. Mm-hmm. Press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Did you know that in the Middle East, DNA tests is illegal? Yeah, it sure is. You cannot take a DNA test to see what your your lineage is, to see what your ethnicity and your race is. It's illegal. Why is it that they don't want you to know? 
-hmm. Goes all the way back to the adversary who's at war with the house of Israel. Mm-hmm. So they could try to bring a false mirage, Messiah, 3D in the sky, a fake, a seven-year peace treaty, and fake whatever it is that they want to fake. Nothing's going to happen before God's timing. Nothing. And what the Palestinians and the Arabs don't know, because that's the cousin's cousin. That's the cousin's cousin. That is Israel's cousin's cousin. You part of it. Arab, you part of it. Okay? What they don't know, and hadn't realized at least yet, the majority, because you don't need, we don't need all, we just need a majority. What the majority of the Arabs in Palestine hadn't realized yet is things won't go right for them until Benjamin and Judah gets there. I said that before. There will be no peace in the Middle East until Benjamin and Judah gets there. So for now, Benjamin and Judah, when it comes to the NWO, you will have an assignment to work in the governmental system. I'm going to say that again. Some of you from the tribe of Benjamin and the tribe of Judah throughout the four corners of the earth, you will have an assignment by God to work for the governmental NWO system. You have an assignment. The word of God still has to be taught. It still has to be taught. They could scrub the internet all they want. They could scrub this documentary and that movie all they want. They could scrub ledgers and newspaper articles from the 1800s and 1700s as much as they want. They can, they can take books from out of the Bible as much as they want. God's word will still go forward. It will still go forward. So, I spilled the whole can of Goya beans. I want to tell you something that I looked at in a chart. And then I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to go because I have prayer. I am attempting to keep up with. All right. 
So we know we're in Scorpio season, right? And there's a whole stellium happening with the sun, Mars, and Mercury, right? And also what's conjunct with that Scorpio stellium is the south node in Libra, right? And it's in opposition to Jupiter in Taurus and Uranus in Taurus. Now, what's interesting with this is that the sun, 10 degrees in Scorpio, we're, we're talking about presidents, prime ministers, prime ministers, um, officials, and leaders, right? We talk about Scorpio. Scorpio likes to get down to the bottom of the truth. It likes to expose, and that energy does not stop until a thing is exposed, right? The planets that rule Scorpio is Pluto and Mars. Pluto, seeing that we're talking about a person, Pluto leans along the line of a narcissistic person, a very arrogant person, a person who is obsessive and possessive, right? But this is a highly intelligent person. Though they have a mental disorder, it has nothing to do with their IQ. Absolutely nothing to do with their IQ. Mars, again, goes back into leadership. It goes into the self, how a person views themselves, a person who is militant. Mars also symbolizes blood and cutting and scissors and knives and, and gunshots, right? This is in complete opposition to Jupiter. Jupiter symbolizing the, 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 the religious aspect of a person. It's symbolizing a minister Is symbolizing law, is symbolizing a Christ like person, a person who thinks of themselves to be Christ like. We may call this person a goody two shoe, right? Somebody that thinks that they are right and everybody else is wrong. This is a person who likes to win arguments and debates by a default, right? This little stupid, minuscule, petty thing, they like to use that. 
this goody two-shoe Christ-like person has their spiritual belief system that they have a religious belief system but this person also is a leader or feels like they are a leader Taurus well, well getting back to Mars just a little bit Mars will symbolize an entrepreneur. It can symbolize an entrepreneur. Um, and it can symbolize a man. Taurus symbolizes a person who has built their business. Whatever their entrepreneurial business may be. And they've incorporated their religious belief system into their business. This is an educated person who've educated themselves in religion and the law. Conjunct Jupiter is Uranus. And this is telling me that this is a Caucasian man. So this is a Caucasian man who's a goody two-shoe. Some type of leader, prime minister, president. He could very well be foreign or a migrant. He's not particularly American. This white man is not particularly American. And Uranus deals with suddenly, all of a sudden, something will happen. You didn't expect it to come up at all whatsoever. It caught you off guard. It also deals with cybersecurity. It deals with documentations and classified files, things held on a computer in a computer system. Getting back to the Scorpio stellium, I just went through Mars, right? The entrepreneur, the self, blood, gunshot, stabbing, knife. We got Mercury, communication. This is also can be a migrant, right? When I look at Mercury, um... I look at anyone who may, for me, would be considered foreign, right? 
It could be a person living in the United States, but they're German. It could be a person living the, in the United States, but they're Mexican, right? That's what I see when I see Mercury. So we got this person, this Caucasian male, in some type of a leadership position. All of these different things happening. Right? And then it's conjunct the South Node in Libra. Symbolizing relationships, love relationships, marriages, women, going away from, going away from finding a balance. There's no more balancing for this Caucasian man. The Scorpio stellium is sextile Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto can symbolize an end. So we got the end in a sextile. That's like saying yes. We got Pluto symbolizing an end, a murder, an unaliving of some sort, some some type of tragedy happening to a Caucasian male um, who is not an American, some sort of leader, prime minister of some sort, president of some sort, somebody who's an entrepreneur, um, somebody who no longer can find balance mentally, a lot going on in this person's computer, documentations, classified files, these things coming out. Um, this person balance, not balancing, but this person um, who is educated in uh, entrepreneurship and educated in law, even educated in finances, things coming out um, um, from whatever is stored on the computer that is classified and Pluto symbolizing an end, uh, some sort of gunshot, death, murder. Pluto is also sextile, Neptune and Pisces. Again, we're saying yes. Neptune and Pisces. Things going on, <clears throat> excuse me, things going on behind the scenes. People telling a story that they already thought through. And they're only telling half of a story. This is a liar. When you tell a half truth, that's a whole lie. This is whoever is going to basically murder an official, right? Whether that official is a prime minister, some sort of a leader, the president, whatever it is. The person 
who's going to be sent to do it, thinks that they're doing a good thing. They're, they're delusional in their mind. But they think that they're doing a good thing. They think that it was meant for them to do like some type of God calling. It's also tied into the law, our military. We know the military has a bunch of branches like the CIA and the FBI. Typically, excuse me, I typically call them the three-letter gang. So this official who will be murdered, who's paying someone money to do it, is coming from the military. The CIA, FBI, whoever was the one that orchestrated the whole thing. Another thing that's interesting is the semi-sextile between Venus in Virgo and the South Node in Libra. A very tight orb between those two. A very tight orb between Venus and Neptune. It is quite interesting what we're going to see in the month of November. Mostly women are going to speak up and speak out about how they feel concerning this person who was murdered. We have a grand square happening in November as well. A lot of oppositions, a lot of grand trines and grand squares. It's a rough day or a rough month to start off with. So pay attention to what you're going to see concerning this official whether it's a prime minister or a president or whoever it is, and know that this Caucasian man is not, his ethnicity is not just, just white, it's not just American. Yeah. It's going to be on the news for sure. It is going to happen. So anyhow, you guys, I know that was kind of heavy. That's in a chart. 
going to be crazy. That's going to make a lot of chaos. Whoever this Caucasian man is, him dying is going to cause a lot of chaos. I thank you guys for spending some time with me. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Until next time, you guys. Yeah, shalom.